Hi all, this is RV Empath and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is Monday, January 18th, 2021. Now, I plan on keeping a full year of these podcasts up in perpetuity. (laughs) So it's from March 2020 to March 2021. And it's the year I turned 50. Now, I expect and I want people to be listening to these podcasts from, you know, whatever date they're listening to it. So years in the future, hopefully, this can be very interesting and of use to whoever is listening. Mm -hmm. So, of course, whatever day you're listening to it right now, it is likely not a Monday. But the information can be useful to you because if you're, I figure if you're drawn to listen to it, there's something in there to help. That's what I have found in my life. And I think it is comparable to others as well. So there's a lot of energy happening today and I will go straight into the astrology and sort of chit chat as I'm talking about all the aspects that are happening. And again, even though this is not hap- this may not this will not be happening <laughs> in real time in the future for whoever's listening because aspects change all the time. Even though it's not exactly happening for you, I bet I bet there's something similar going on um in in your life. You know what I'm saying? I still think that the information can can be useful. Because basically, as we live our lives, it's almost as if we have sort of like universal human experiences, almost all the time. (laughs) So there's always something useful to be found when you hear about another's experience, um, when someone else kind of talks about troubles and different uh, hardships they've gone through. I mean, there's always stuff we can learn, right, to help grow and to help ourselves heal and move toward living our best lives. Let's see what's going on astrologically. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is whatever date you're listening to this, it's, it's just fine. Listen up. All right, we've got Mars semi-sextile Chiron happening. Mars is passion. It can also be aggression. It's about our goals. It's ruled by Aries. And um, let's see here. Chiron is in Aries right now. Chiron is the wounded healer. It's all about healing and transforming anger and rage. So when you have those two together... It's very good that it's a positive aspect. <laughs> and the semi-sextile points to really being able to use our natural talents or learned skills in a way that we are conscious of. Like being able to further ourselves in something by using a talent that we know we have. And now Mars can be about anger and Chiron is all about healing anger. So what does that mean? That means there is potential to heal. 
Mars is in Taurus. That's about how we make our money. It's also about our personal morals, values, and also skills and uh, talents. So it's very interesting because semi-sextiles are about using our skills and Taurus is the the sign that rules the second house and that's all about our skills, natural talents, um, values, morals, money, beautiful things, self-worth, self-worth, ding, 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 something to work on. That is the one exact aspect that is happening today between the planets and Chiron. Let's take a look-see as to where the moon is at this moment. The moon is in Aries as well. So that is like supercharged. So look for different ways that you can use your talents. If you're not really sure what you're talented at, keep your eyes open and your mind and you'll be able to figure something out sort of um, also connect with God universal energy God being shorthand for good that's so important to have that spiritual connection for everyone not to mention highly sensitives so um, you you can meditate you know clear your mind go you know I want to um, have the intention of wanting to discover a natural talent and because we all have different, we're all on different paths. We all have different connections with the divine, with God, God energy. I, uh, yeah, what am I trying to say here? I think if there's an authentic kind of, um, you know, universe, please help me start, you know, a conversation or get to know who I am or figure out my talents, you know, that kind of thing. If you go with this authentic kind of open-hearted search for oneself, then you're met. You're absolutely met. That's what I found. And as far as I can tell, a bunch of other people have had similar experiences and it's kind of like wisdom that has been passed down through the ages. But, um, you know, God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good, it's, is all about connection. <laughs> so, uh, definitely look at ways you can heal anger. And it might have to do with money. Money's a big hot button topic <laughs> nowadays, more than ever, perhaps. I do think it's important about, um, I do think it's important how an individual makes their money. Um, I think it affects everything in a person's life. So not only how we make money, but how we choose to spend it. You know, and that's an individual thing as we walk our paths and we figure out what makes us happy and um, healing. The first step is really having enough self-love to want to live a life that you love and in which you feel good because I went through years of feeling like shit I mean feeling horrible and the thing is I was even healing through most of it so all along I kept thinking I was like good <laughs> you know after I quit drinking alcohol in 2005 and I went back to school and 
And then I continued on with school and uh, continued on again and got a master's and I'm growing and I met my husband and got married and all along I'm thinking, you know, I started a career for myself. Um, working with blind and visually impaired people, it was very uh, satisfying as you might imagine. I mean, helping people in that way is so um, inspiring, I think, for everyone involved. But it was also super hard. And people who work in the profession get burned out all the time. And that happened with me too. It did. But ultimately, I wasn't meant, I also wasn't meant to be there long term, because my life, oh my gosh, talk about like, a whole different direction. I mean, um, you know, also, you might know that my husband got the his, the company he was working for uh, folded and he went freelance and then we really struggled um, and almost totally lost the house like twice at least twice but got to a point where we managed to sell it then when we uh, sold it we paid off paid off all our debt including a bunch load of taxes you know, this is such a rant, but it's important, you know, it's important for people to know this. I don't know, maybe I'll do a whole separate podcast, but my husband is a music composer and he did this big project, right? And working with an orchestra and everything. And he's so, um, um, uh, what, what's the word I want to use? Like, of course, he cares about the the experience the product the experience of the um, fans and listeners and like everyone right so um, working so hard at it and not being particularly um, you know skilled at this having the skill set that this requires putting on like such a big project such as this landed us in debt quite a bit and it's so funny because the project brought in so much money like from the outside you wouldn't think that we would be in debt but we ended up in debt because there was a whole there was a bunch load of taxes to pay on it so as soon as we got a little money we paid it all off which a lot of people would not do a lot of people would go on like a payment plan and they'd like keep keep all the money which is yeah that's smart (laughs) hey I got hey I agree (laughs) but you know I um my husband felt so strongly about it and I agreed I agreed I kind of you know hey you're listening to me I I understand sort of a uh ebb and flow to life I kind of thought that more money would be coming and that is a key way to think in order for it to happen which is I've heard time and time again people say you know expect the money you know uh, stay open to something expect it feel it you know and then sort of do all this stuff to plant the seed and then sort of like ignore it don't fret don't worry don't put all this negative energy and stuff tends to happen right so now I don't want to get too much into that because I don't even know too much about it myself. What I do know is that staying open to the possibility of things happening, like, really helps them to actually happen. So when I'm faced with the decision of do we just like pay off all of our debt? And then 
you know, keep a little, we still had a little money to, um, after we sold our house, we actually purchased an RV and started full-time RVing, mostly due to, um, you know, we were trying to make the best of being pretty financially strapped or, you know, we, um, we had to, yeah, we had to downsize and we had to sort of reconfigure things to uh, try to live a best life. And it was hard because we, you know, we had to live frugally and there's all, there's always curveballs, repairs to do on the road and stuff like that. But (laughs) this is like, this is going on so much longer than I anticipated and in different uh, alleys. Okay, let's reel it back in a little bit. Um, I It was so important to him that I was just like, okay, let's just do it. I didn't really worry too much about where money would come from the future because I knew um, just from my husband's like freelance work that there was stuff coming, you know, here and there. It's like anyone who works freelance uh, kind of understands that there's some money and then sometimes there's a bit of a drought and then there's more money and there's a bit of a drought. It's, it's any sort of artist kind of gets that. And, um, and I went through this, I mean, I don't, I'll talk about myself another time, but I wasn't really bringing in money for like different reasons. And I, then I ended up, I was always feeling under the weather and I ended up getting diagnosed with breast cancer a little over two years ago. So um, I went through the treatment and came out all the better for it on the other side. And now it's maintenance. But um, now I'm trying to start like a new career for myself. And it's slow going. It's been very difficult. And um, I'm feeling my way through it. What is my point? I've always, you know kind of stayed open to this whole flow that we've gone through. Let me try to, let me try to um, kind of backlink what I was talking about to try to get to my initial thing. So um, talked about money, hmm, paying, paying off debt, hmm. I don't think okay well whatever I'll just move on hopefully that was hopefully that was like helpful I'm pretty sure it was interesting um but why did I start talking about oh I talked about my job being uh help uh, being an O&M instructor for the blind and visually impaired community um Before that, going back to school. Oh, yeah. Okay. So even as I was living through all of this, I thought I was better. Like I had no idea how unhappy I actually was until like recently. I'm looking back and I'm going, oh my gosh, I was like so unhappy and I didn't even know it. And I thought I was happy. So this is supposed to inspire you and hopefully make you feel good because the whole time I was healing, I always felt 
like I was good. And I always was. I was always better than where I was before. So when you heal from being miserable and you're less miserable and you're less miserable and you're less miserable, you think you're actually happy. So it's remarkable when you finally start to be happy and to feel happy. When you look back and you go, oh my gosh, I can't, like, I can't believe I used to think I was healed. Like I thought I was healed and happy and I wasn't, but it's good. It it was good anyway. So that's, I just wanted to, to point that out. The, the experience of healing from misery, (laughs) you're always better off all ways, like just doing anything to help push you forward to uh, toward how you want to live your best life. And that's something worth working toward. Absolutely. So let's look the week ahead. What's going on? <laughs> Last week, uh, these past couple of weeks have been uh, incredible. All right. One thing that is happening on the uh, 20th is Mars conjunct Uranus in Taurus. Now, Uranus is the planet of um, enlightenment, innovation, also sudden change. It's kind of like tower moment, lightning bolt, epiphanies. So the fact that Mars is conjunct Uranus is making me a little nervous. Now, Venus rules Taurus. They're both in Taurus. So that's good. Taurus is about our morals and values and beautiful things. And because Venus rules Taurus, it's also um, about social graces, justice, harmony. Let me take a look and see what other helpful things are going on. Um, What is going on? Venus is in Capricorn. And there are squares happening as well between um, the, the Mars Uranus in Taurus and the stuff happening in Aquarius. The sun is at zero degrees and the moon is at zero degrees squared. (laughs) And so the moon is in Taurus as well. So it's the moon, Mars and Uranus. And then there's the sun, Saturn and Jupiter. Oh, thank goodness. Jupiter is there. Thank you, Jupiter. But there's a big, there's big old squares happening. Oh my word. So on the 23rd, Mars is square Jupiter. So that's like what, next weekend? Um, What else is happening? The sun enters Aquarius on the 19th. So, um, the big thing is that Mars conjunct Uranus. And, all right. I also want to point out there is a sextile between Chiron in Aries and Jupiter Saturn in Aquarius and Jupiter and the sun as well. So those are all sharing energies and their sextile Chiron. That's good because remember Chiron is all about healing. 
And sextiles are even more strong aspects than semi-sextiles. So it's about using our known talents and, and learned skills and natural abilities. So that is like who we are, how we work, who we want to be, long-term goals. Um, the Jupiter there is the great benefic good luck planet, thank goodness. And Chiron in Aries is about healing who we are, who we want to be, our personal goals, <laughs> our Mars aspect. And yeah, of course, I get it. I think we all get it. So we'll talk more about that as it approaches tomorrow and Wednesday itself. For now, I don't even know what we're at, probably like 20 something minutes. Um, yeah, exactly. 20 minutes and four, you know, 40 seconds, something like that. So um, I'm now going to do guidance cards. I'm going to bless and ground the cards and energy for the highest good of all most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to take a moment to breathe and clear your mind and I will be back shortly. Thank you. Oh, my word. <laughs> that second shuffle was like, oh, my, that was sticky, nutty, crazy. <laughs> that the cards did not um, shuffle very easily. Okay. Oh, the seven of pentacles came out again. Patience. Oh, my word. I did a reading for myself yesterday. And I wanted to do um, a reading like, what's the issue? What am I not aware of? You know, what am I aware of? Seeking resolution, that kind of thing. And the only card that would come out is the seven of pentacles, patience. So I just sat there just shuffling and shuffling and shuffling and shuffling. And, it, it, you know, that's all I needed. I mean, the message came through pretty loud and clear. And again, um, it's coming out again. Patience, moon cycles, seeds growing and blooming. Um, the energy of a pregnancy, divine timing, um, fruit ripening and falling off the tree or ready to be harvested. Um, so this card is also all about making a plan. And I myself, I have always struggled with making plans and sticking to them. So I don't think I'm alone in that. And I think also now is a time to sort of 
reassess things because seven of pentacles is kind of like well this is what I've done how's it working how do I want to continue in the future and I think it's important to allow ourselves to play a little bit and to try something out and see what works for us and see what doesn't because I'm doing all kinds of stuff like I think I'm going to start a uh, you know a little group here and I'm interested in doing you know having I don't know I'm I considered starting you know different meetups and just for positive thinking and um support in in healing that kind of stuff you you get where I'm you get where I'm going with that and it just didn't come through it just didn't work out for me I didn't show up for it it's not even on my mind so I had so it's like so I I canceled it but I think it's super important to be able to allow ourselves to do stuff like that you know we start something we think we want to head a group or we do whatever we make a little you know endeavor here and then if kind of like figure out if if we like it or not or if it even you know if we want to commit enough energy to get it to get it growing more but for me you know I don't know what's going to work out for me but it pretty much has to work out from the well I wouldn't want to say that hmm I don't know remain open but assess remain open see how you feel things out you know and then feel free to switch things up or uh, so there was one card underneath patience because the seven of pentacles card was the second one it and it fell out very gracefully and there was one card underneath it it's the moon past lives the moon is uh, the unknown the moon is it can be like our fears and our wounds particularly when it comes to our subconscious whenever I see this past lives I just think about like karmic energy but I don't necessarily even subscribe to the past lives uh, although I'm pretty open about that what I think is important to realize is the pain that we are even born with that we like sort of digested in the womb digested might be the wrong word but I mean there is sort of um, ancestral pain that is stored in the DNA in our DNA um, so we could have been born with pain in our DNA and not to mention what was passed on through the because my mother went through a very traumatic incident where my dad was had a severe automobile accident and was thrown through the windshield when she was pregnant with my brother and myself so think about that I mean it's like kind of normal for life happens and if the mother is really traumatized it's not unheard of to think that it you know the babe the baby in the womb feels it right so but that's not to say hey I don't you know I don't know I don't know hmm yeah I don't know what I want to say I'm just going to move on now yeah let's move on <laughs> let's move on full stop any other cards for people so uh, this points to us healing it points to us healing our subconscious it points to us healing our traumas and dramas it points to us looking for ways to be and stay calm and balanced dur, dur, dur. 
Now, a bunch of other cards flipped over. We have Temperance, Integration. We have the Page of Cups, Understanding. We have the Two of Swords, Schizophrenia. And we have the King of Pentacles, Abundance. Now, just the titles alone are kind of interesting, huh? Integration, Understanding of Schizophrenia and Abundance. So the Schizophrenia card, that points to us being indecisive on the inner. Uh, in the Rider Waite, it features a woman who is blindfolded. And I think her hands might also be tied. But um, she can't see and she can't move. And it, it means kind of choices in which we block ourselves. Okay? It's an inner thing where we find it very difficult to see the way forward, to make a choice. On the Osho Zen, it features someone who is, they've got one hands on one side of a chasm and their feet on the other. And it's almost like they can't move because whatever move they make, they're just going to fall. And there's clouds which point to the mists of the mind. But there's a couple of birds flying there too. And birds are sign of signs of God energy, um, divine blessings. So there's and there's open sky. So there's always um, resources, help, support. It's, it's up to us to look for it. And that leads us, that can lead us to abundance, having that abundant mindset. How we think affects how we feel and how we think and feel affects what we do and the actions we take, which affects our whole lives on the whole. Now, Page of Cups, is a very youthful energy. It's very loving. It can be ideas, fresh ideas, new ways of thinking and being. This features the bird on the, in the birdcage who's they're about to fly through an open door and join all the other doves. It's a white dove and there's a whole bunch of white doves flying around. So it's sort of like free ourselves, free ourselves from our inner cages. And temperance is about healing, balance, kind of like incorporating the old with the new. Um, it features all kinds of symbols. There's a swan, an eagle, a lotus flower, sun, moon, space, yin-yang, um, healing. So it's really cool. Fire, water. Um, wow. Very powerful imagery. All the colors of the color spectrum, too crystals. All right. Outer space. Did I say outer space? <laughs> okay. Any final cards? But yeah, this is clearly saying to me, have patience as we, we you know, we have to kind of have faith as we move forward because we can't always see the way, but continue healing ourselves. There's healing twice. There's healing the subconscious and then healing in terms of the um, temperance card, which is also angelic guidance and blessings. Um, as we free ourselves, as we get guidance and resources in order to make our best decisions and move into personal abundance on the inner, which translates to the outer. Do, do, do. All right. Oh, so that, so it's the end of the reading and bottom of the deck is the sun. Wow. We have the sun and the moon. That's pretty cool. Innocence. 
Under that wheel of fortune, change. Under that, the devil, conditioning. Under that, two of cups. Ace of wands. Whoo. Seven of cups. Strength. Absolutely. Look, you notice how, you know, the devil card is just all about places in which we are stuck. Toxic relationships, toxic beliefs, ways of thinking, addiction, codependency, all kinds of stuff. Trauma, drama. So innocence, change, conditioning, friendliness, the source. I mean, it's like the wheel of fortune is, is things changing, right? Changing for our best and highest good when we focus on that, when we work on healing ourselves, right? So it's like you put in the effort and it gets rewarded. And then we heal the, the conditioning, the um, toxic parts of ourselves. And two of cups is connection, like really pure, beautiful connection. And it can be connection with ourselves, you know? And wow. And then um, Ace of Wands is, is a blessing, a new beginning when it comes to um, our energy and what we focus on, you know, but we have choices. Seven of Cups, choices, lots of choices. <laughs> but we have the inner strength, the courage to deal with all of it. It's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful that the devil card, the conditioning, which is, again, addictions, toxic stuff, trauma, drama. It's surrounded by the two of cups, which is such a beautiful energy and the wheel of fortune change. And then that is surrounded by the ace of wands, the source and the sun, innocence. Wow. So it's like being flanked by the sun on both sides because this ace of wands in the Osho Zen deck features a fiery like circular ball of energy which looks like the sun quite literally this is beautiful beautiful energy peeps so more tomorrow thank you so much for listening stay tuned for more and i'm just gonna you know <laughs> head off now i wish us all luck in staying calm, balanced, and healing. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.